Hi friends, my name is Paige. I'm Morgan. And this is Girl, Girl Manufactured. Manufactured. Listen or cringe along with us as we look back at music from the It Girls, wannabes, and victims of the tween idol industrial complex. Which icons broke the mold and which sitcom starlets turned forgotten pop stars still deserve their flowers. Our credentials were two queer millennials who were raised on aughts Disney, Nickelodeon, and MTV. I work in communications now, but I'm a graduate of a performing arts high school and a recovering singer-songwriter. And I'm a creative writer and professional advertising demon. Today, we're covering Santa Claus Lane by the Hillary Duff. Duff. All right. Happy holidays, everyone. We are setting the mood currently mm-hmm. for this episode. We got the Christmas candle going, which smells delicious. Chestnuts roasting by the open Yule log fire, which is actually a YouTube video yes. on our TV. Though I feel like I can feel the heat. What it, what's the word? <laughs> Placebo? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and our fake Christmas tree that looks very much real. Yeah, we got all the vibes going. All that's missing is, like, we're not really wearing anything Christmassy. You're in, like, your cowboy outfit. I'm, I look like Dolly Parton right now. <laughs> yes. And I got my mullet freshly trimmed, so. Maybe next year we'll we'll have our Christmas outfits on or something. I think so. And at that point, maybe we'll be like actually filming these things for the YouTube. We'll see. I said the YouTube, which is, I, I feel thought you like were doing that like ironically. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So Hillary Duff was born September 28th, 1987. We got a Libra. We got a Libra. She's an actress, singer, mother of three, Wait. author, yeah, what? she, she has author. three kids. Okay, apparently she wrote a trilogy called Elixir that won some <laughs> awards or something. I don't know. I'm going to have to check it out. I think All it's right. like a YA, maybe fantasy. I'm not sure. Interesting. Um, yeah, she's a businesswoman and, of course, a tween idol. Well, not for tweens today. She's also the recipient of various accolades, including seven Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. Of course. Four Teen Choice Awards and two Young Artist Awards. So, you know, she's not getting any oscars over here um, <laughs> no, no emmys or grammys uh, um, my uh favorite nomination of hers though were <laughs> the razzies what the she has several <laughs> she has uh several razzie nominations i think but in 2004 thanks to a cinderella story and raise your voice she got her first razzie nomination for <laughs> worst actress no. she was only nominated she didn't win I don't think she won. Okay, because what's interesting is, obviously, last episode was Lelaine, who was Miranda Sanchez in Lizzie McGuire, and obviously we're doing Hillary Duff this week. So I was watching a, probably more Lizzie McGuire than I've watched in the past 20 years of my life. So I mentioned to Paige, I was like, oh, God, like, it's so sad that Hillary was the person that went on to make it, because she cannot act. Like, compared yeah. to Lelaine, like, seeing Lelaine, who was probably, like, like, 13, 14 at the time, like, oh, my God, she's such a great actress. And then you see Hilary Duff, and it's like, I could have done this. <laughs> she did do pretty well, I feel like, in the table read that the cast reunited for in 2020 to do, like, a Zoom yes. table read. We watched the entire table read the other day. We did. I think she did a good job, but yeah, she's not known for her acting abilities, and frankly, she's not known for her singing abilities Mm-mm. either, but we'll we'll get into that. Going into her early life, she was raised between Houston and San Antonio, 
So her and her sister oh. Haley are Texans. Interesting. Uh-huh. Because her dad owned multiple locations of convenience stores. So that's why they were there. And then, encouraged by their mother, both Hillary and her older sister Haley enrolled in acting, singing, ballet classes. They got real into it. They earned local theater production roles uh, and later even participated in a touring ballet Met production of The Nutcracker in San Antonio. Oh. Mm -hmm. As their interest in the pursuit of show business increased, their mom was like, all right, we're moving to California. Damn. So the year I was born, 1993, their father stayed put in Houston. Got to take care of the stores. Yeah. And Susan Duff, this is the stage mom, and her sister Haley, they left and they moved to L.A., obviously. But particularly... (sighs) My parents would never. Right? I I was thinking, like, move states away to pursue this. This Come on, make me a child star. There's no way that, like, that mom, Susan, wasn't a little bit stage mommy. Oh, no, I feel because like... Because I feel like f- to make that move, you have to be like... It's more... It, it's not just like, oh, I believe my kid's good and my kid wants to do this. Right. There's some part of you I feel that has to be like, no, this is a business and I'm yeah. in on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they say it's really because of her older sister Haley's desire, which is... Hmm. This is another thing. There's a, there's a theme here where the sisters mm. both want to get famous and one always is a little more famous than the other. Except and Tia and Tamara. That's true. Mm-hmm. But spoiler alerts, uh, Hillary Duff is way more famous than <laughs> Hillary Duff. Um, Susan, you don't say. Yeah, Susan, the mom, told Hillary was just kind of dragged along. You know, whatever the big sister was Stop. doing, the little sister wanted to do. Oh, Lee, another thing <laughs> Lee would be pissed about. We moved states away to pursue my acting and singing career. And... You're the one who gets picked up and becomes a freaking national <laughs> sensation. Hell no. Ugh. But yeah, they auditioned for several years. They were casting a lot of different television commercials, like both of them. Um, obviously, because of her acting career, she was being, uh, the Duffs were being homeschooled. Was she in Seven Heaven ever? She was in Seven I Heaven. I knew it. Yep. I knew it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also <laughs> modeled for various clothing brands. <laughs> Hillary said, my sister and I really showed an interest in performing dedication. And our mother was like, how can I tell my kids no? It's the same as kids that are going to sports. Parents support them and push them. So Hillary really started out in the industry in 93, right? Because that's when they moved. But her first major role was in 1998. Her first breakout role. Do you remember what movie it was? It has some paranormal elements. Six Sense? <laughs> no, that was Misha Barton. Oh, man. Wendy and Casper. Oh, Casper meets Wendy. I'm sorry. That's the title. Uh, 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 wait, Do you remember she the movie? lead person? Yes. The little girl <laughs> in the red. <laughs> and she became friends with Casper. Yeah. Then it's around 2001. So a few years later. And she was going to be in this. I forget if it's a film or TV show called Daddy-O. Right. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> that got dropped. <laughs> Or rather, I think she got dropped. Who knows what the hell happened with Daddy-O. <laughs> this is for the best. Because she landed the title role of a newly developed Disney Channel series. Lizzie McGuire. Yep. Premiered on January 12th, 2001. She was 13 years old. Wow. Oh, I can't imagine this is 13. <sighs> Way too awkward for that. Mm-hmm. Came a ratings hit. Of course. Estimated 2.3 million viewers per episode. 
Holy crap. That's a lot. I don't know how much she made. She probably made a lot of money because that's a lot of views. Mm -hmm. And they were marketing the series through everything. Disney was like, ching, 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 ching. The dollar signs of the eyes with soundtracks, books, dolls, toys, video games based on her character. Disney reportedly made an estimated $100 million from the show's merchandise alone. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. And... In 2002 is, sorry, I know this is going a year ahead, but just like notable for this time, this this particular era of, of oh my God, I was going to say of Lizzie McGuire, of Hilary Duff. She starred in Cadet Kelly, and that became the network's oh, most totally watched program that. in its then 19-year history. I loved Cadet Kelly, if you couldn't have guessed it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a crush on any of It's so gay. No, well, that, that's what I was about Them to say. facing each other. I was that's like, was did you understand say. the homoerotic? That's what I was about to say. So you said, you know, did you have a crush on da da da? And clearly, I wanted to be Christy Carlson. Oh, yeah. character. Uh-huh. Yeah, you did. You cared more about the, the gender feels than the sexuality feels. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? It is interesting. Right? That's why more page lore. <laughs> It was easier for me to look back and be like, oh, the signs for me being genderqueer were all there. Mm. But when I think about my bisexuality, I'm like, oh, I felt pretty fucking straight for most of my life. <laughs> it's really it's really the gender stuff where I was like dressing up as a mm-hmm. boy, as a newsy in particular, mm-hmm. realizing my cow stuffed animal. I was like, he can wear dresses. I don't care that he's got horns. Yeah. A little bull. Yeah. Sorry, that was a tangent. Yeah, I might trim some of that. Back to Hillary. Getting into her music career, she became interested in music after attending a Radio Disney concert in 2001. I saw that. You saw that quote or you saw the Disney concert in 2001? No, I saw how she got into music. I was like, you <laughs> like, went like, to the <laughs> Disney concert in 2001 <laughs> and you never told me? No. Well... They were all these pop acts backstage at the concert. They were all getting ready backstage and warming up. And I was like, I want to do this so bad. (laughs) But apparently at the time, she wanted to start singing, but Disney was not super on board. Oh, I wonder why. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't want me to sign right away at Hollywood Records. And obviously that was the first place that we decided to go. She went on to give credit to the father-son producing team of Rob and Bob. Cavallo? Cavallo? C-A-V-A-L-L-O. Cavallo. She went on to give credit to the father-son producing team of Rob and Bob Cavallo? Mm -hmm. Cavallo at Hollywood Records. So they jumped on board and Andre Reck, her would-be manager, said when he first met Hillary, I knew she had something special. Sometimes you just have that feeling that, wow, she's a star. Shut the fuck up. This, uh, we should question this Andre. What do you mean we should question him? Do you know how much money he probably made off of Hillary Duff? Some, see, but the thing is, sometimes I'm... She s- was a star. Well, sometimes I'm Don't such, hate on her that sometimes bad. Sometimes I'm such an artist that I'm like... Oh, okay, my God. You made all I that roll. money. You made all that money, but it's not good. That, okay. Like, when it gets down to it... Someone's mad their parents didn't take <laughs> them to L.A. to pursue an acting <laughs> and music career. Oh, I never wanted to act. I just wanted to to sing and perform and and write. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> In 
and her music career officially began with two soundtrack appearances. There was a Walt Disney Records compilation, Disney Mania, and she performed a cover of the Tiki 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 Room, which I don't even know what that song <laughs> is. I've never, that. but it sounds probably offensive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're probably right. According to Andre Reck, that was, the, that was the first test to see how fans would react to her as a singer and not just an actress. Duff stated that she felt Christmas came early for her when she <laughs> recorded Santa Claus Lane. I really love singing these songs. It was a lot of hard work, but also big fun. Oh, my God. And we were lucky enough to have Santa Claus Lane, Hilary Duff's debut studio album and first Christmas album on October 15th, 2002, released by Buena Vista Records, which falls under the House of Disney. So you were eight then? Yes. And I was nine. That's how it works. <laughs> That's how age is. <laughs> I'm just trying to like get no, in no, the mindset I, I of how you. old I no, was. I, got, I was just being silly. Oh my God. This is a year after 9-11. Stop. Oh. That's the That's biggest a, cultural that, context no. you can give. <laughs> yes. Hillary was 15 years old also. We've got to stop at it somewhere. Right here. Okay. <laughs> so the top songs of the week that Santa Claus Lane was released... There are quite a few bangers on the list, I gotta say. This number one song is not my favorite Kelly Clarkson song, but do you a remember? A moment like this. Yeah! Yeah, you finally guessed one. I finally one. got it right. Okay, the next song. Oh. What? <laughs> I can't do it because I... Oh. Oh, Dilemma, Nelly. Yes. Okay. And then Gangsta Lovin', Eve. Eve. Life's Like This. I was gonna say uh -huh. Avril Lavigne had to, yeah, complicated. I yep. knew she had to be on the charts. Creed, one last breath. Oh, work it. Oh, yes, by Misdemeanor herself. I need a girl, part two. Don't say that man's name. <laughs> uh, uh, he does not deserve it. Mm -mm. Move, bitch. Ah, oh, good one. That's a good one. <laughs> yep, and. Also, kind of in this musical realm, we were remiss not to speak about Kelly Clarkson. There's yes. a reason why her hit was number one, not just because it's Kelly Clarkson and her hits deserve to be number one, mm -hmm. but it's because this is so recent. She was crowned as the first ever winner American of American Idol. Idol. Yep. yep. Like, that's this time. Fun fact, my first ever concert was Kelly Clarkson's Addicted Tour in 2006. That's a great first concert. Yeah, it was amazing also earlier in the year britney and justin timberlake broke up holy crap so this is where he really starts fucking with our girl britney he was fucking with her before POS. but this is when he's not just like fucking with her personal life he's fucking with her personal life and her professional life oh, going he, out. Because this is when he's on his fucking tour. I was about to say, he, to start released, bashing he her. released Justified. And I think Cry Me a River probably came out that year. Yeah, I believe so. So yeah, fuck him. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell came out. Oh, oh my God. What a I, time. I, I feel like it really reflects the time because... Like, we agree that she was unfairly bashed. Oh, because like, I remember the, all the Donald time. Trump jokes she used to make. Like, oh, she was hilarious. 
She but was like, like I did that man before everyone I else. I didn't know her really back then. I think my my mum maybe watched her, but I just remember adults oh, I can talking see, about her. I can her. see your mum yeah. liking her. R.I.P. R.I.P. But I just remember adults talking about her and people kind of, and then it being a big deal that she was a lesbian. Like that's what it was like in 2002. This was, it was big news. Like yeah. also we will eventually probably on the metamorphosis episode, talk about how Hillary Duff solved homophobia with her <laughs> don't say gay oh, campaign I totally forgot yeah yes there's uh, so much there's to talk so about much her. good stuff to talk about her uh, okay a walk to remember starring mandy no. moore <laughs> made us all fall our eyes out that i wonder if that movie holds up i forgot that while jt was bashing britney mm-hmm. britney was on the red carpet promoting crossroads <gasps> That came out in 2002, and that had Britney Spears, Zoe Saldana, and Taryn Manning, who is uh, Pensatucky, who apparently is a little too much like her character in real life. Low-rise jeans were trending. What about toe rings? Were toe rings trending? Probably. And days before Santa Claus Lane dropped, this is... Sorry, I should have organized this by musical moments because this is a moment. It was the first ever collab between Beyonce and Jay-Z. <gasps> that yeah. soft launch. Yup, exactly. <gasps> and then can you guess who people named the sexiest man alive? <sighs> this man. You would be like him, this douchebag. Brad Pitt? Uh no. Matt Damon? In the realm of ben Matt Damon, Affleck. Ben Affleck. Ben, ben Affleck was I the fucking. I hate that man. People's sexiest man alive. Oh, I guess he was dating J Lo at this point. Hillary Duff was dating Aaron Carter. <laughs> yes. R.I.P. R.I.P. Because they, <laughs> I think they actually met on the seventh episode of the <laughs> first season of Lizzie McGuire. That's a stacked first season. Right. Aaron Carter's coming to town. It actually aired in March at first, which is funny. Um, but yeah, Merry Christmas, Lizzie McGuire. Oh, that was really good. And then Thank they kiss you. under the min- mistletoe. Yep, because she had to go back because she like left a like fucking recorder or something. Yeah, not <laughs> the recorder. Do kids still learn the recorder <laughs> in third grade? Not that kind of recorder, like a camcorder. <laughs> not like a little like plastic <laughs> flute. <laughs> I'm sorry. A camcorder. For those who don't know, a camcorder is a portmanteau. A portmanteau. Camera. Of recorder. Camera recorder. But yeah, uh, they dated on and off from 2000 to 2003. And during this time, he left her for Lindsay Lohan. And there was this back and forth. Do you remember? There was beef. There There was was a love triangle? Yeah, kind of. shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Lizzie, Lindsay Lohan and Hillary Duff started like showing up to each other's like movie premieres and what has now been referred to qu- as a quote unquote silent red carpet war. <laughs> um, so this was like a little this bit later. Amazing. Like this is like this is like maybe two or three years down the line. Aaron Carter admitted to this. He confessed. I was dating her, Hillary, for like a year and a half. And then I just got a little bored. So I went and I started to know getting to know Lindsay, dating Lindsay. Then I didn't want to do that anymore, so I got back with Hillary, and then I ended up cheating on Hillary with her best friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But in 2014, he so tweeted he tweeted about spending the rest of his life trying to get her back. <laughs> oh. Was that like the beginning of the spiral? I'm not sure. Poor guy. But yeah, while filming Mean Girls in 2003, Tina Fey said like that there was one day where Lindsay Lohan actually tried to explain to her and Amy Poehler the beef with Hilary Duff. <laughs> but they quote unquote Amazing. couldn't crack it. <laughs> At this point of this Christmas album, her and Aaron are fresh. So this holiday album contains covers and also has original music. And there are a few guest appearances. Christina Milian, Romeo Miller, a.k.a. Little Romeo, and Hillary's older sister, Haley Duff. Some quick numbers for you. Santa Claus Lane peaked at number two on the Billboard Top Heat Seekers and Top Kid Audio Charts and peaked at number 154 on the Billboard 200. It was certified gold by the RIAA at the time. Okay. Merry Christmas indeed, Hillary. Santa Claus Lane featured production from Matthew Gerard, Chris Ham, Elaine Bertoni, Charlie Midnight, and Chico Bennett. I don't know who any of those people were. <laughs> when I looked them up, the, I didn't really recognize them as anyone, like, notable. Sorry to anyone. There were two singles released from the album. Santa Claus Lane was sent to pop radio stations, while Tell Me a Story was sent to R&B and urban radio stations. Santa Claus Lane received mixed reviews from mu music critics. An all-music editor gave the album three out of five stars. I think that's generous. Uh, <laughs> an editorial review for Amazon.com gave Santa Claus Lane a negative review. They wrote that the album, consisting mostly of Christmas covers, adds little to the holiday music canon. A New York Times critic joked it was a quote-unquote concept album, which was loosely inspired by St. Nicholas. <laughs> Wait, this person said this like sarcastically yeah. to be a dickhead? Yes. That's so mean, but that's also hilarious. Yes. A concept album? Christopher Thielen gave a more positive re review to the album, giving it a B minus and wrote, it does show there is a voice behind the pretty young face, even if this is a strange place to start one's recording career. It really is an odd thing mm -hmm. for this to be your first album, yeah. a holiday soundtrack. Yeah. So let's talk about the album cover. <laughs> Her mouth is so large. I Every know. time I look at the album, that's the first thing I see. She <laughs> like, like if she became a Titan, like an attack on Titans, <laughs> yo, look out. That's a jaw. It's like unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> and then the album i think she's just smiling so big that but it's like so fake that it looks like she's trying to like unscrew her jaw like she's gonna like a snake trying to swallow a whole and like you, ostrich you, egg or you something. just saw the that person on set is like bigger hillary give me more she's like <laughs> okay i also okay. loved her throwing up the Clearly photoshopped present. <laughs> well, at first I was like, what is she doing with her hand? Why is it like that? And then I was, oh, she's trying to like catch the present. Like yeah. that's like. Yeah. 
But it's like it's so photoshopped that like you can tell there's no motion. Like it's not like a real thing. No, that they they didn't give her a prop, so no. it like it's not how you would naturally try to catch or toss something. So no. it just <laughs> that's why I didn't even realize at first that's what she was what was happening. Yeah. I like that Hilary Duff is written in like snow or starlight. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. And I think is the, is that supposed to be the skyline of LA or something? Is in the background. Probably. She's at the literal crossroads of the North Pole in Santa Claus Lane. In LA, no In less. LA. <laughs> <laughs> and instead of a Santa sleigh with gifts, it's a Vespa. Oh, I love it. And then the fashion. The like, fashion. Look at how thick that. That's like, called a cowl neck sweater. Oh, I never knew that. Mm-hmm. And then like the five cuffs, what? like what's happening? <laughs> I didn't notice the multiple cuffs. Yeah. The low rise jeans with a belt. Man, what a time. So I don't know if you looked for the booklet. The c- I think no. we need to start talking about the CD booklets. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I forgot <laughs> about <laughs> CD booklets. Remember those hats? <laughs> Oh, the oh, what do you call those hats? That's not a page boy hat, but we do. See, yeah, it is kind of a page yeah, boy. Yeah, it's hat. like a more feminine like version. Yeah, of it. but oh, like what the f- like you're oh, you, but she, now she's she, in New York. Yeah, she clearly references L.A. like, and it doesn't sound in Hollywood in one of the songs. I'm like, there's the Statue, of Liberty. There's the Statue of Liberty holding like, a gift, like, and now what? she's supposed to be in like Central Park or something. Yeah, I'm confused. It makes no is she going sense. to different? Is she touring with Santa? <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus Lane. Santa Claus Lane. Oh my God! We gotta post this on Instagram. Okay, so the back, the back cover. of the album. <laughs> Can you describe it? What's happening? It's basically the front of the album, but she's laying on a pile of snow. How one would have laid on their bed in the '90s and talked to their friend on like a phone. the bedroom phone. phone. Yeah, that was a big. Have your own crossed. phone line. If you had, yeah. But <laughs> she's got the same face, mouth like so big. <laughs> like I, I would have to. <laughs> the face I would make if I had to try to swallow this microphone right now. <laughs> no, but it's it's very it's very Titan esque. <laughs> she just looks so dead in the eyes. She does look dead. In the, like, I, I was like, the, no, I was like the front. I think her eyes look fine, but this this <laughs> this that's why it looks like a Titan. And she looks It's so funny. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, I'm ready to talk about it. Okay. Starting with what Christmas should be. I liked the first 10 seconds. But other than that, I knew we were in for a ride this album. Not a sleigh ride. (laughs) So the song is an original song. Lyrics are, and when you make your list, will there be something you forgot? How about peace on earth? How it, about peace on and earth? And considering this was like a year after 9-11, I could, and you know, we're oh. in the throes of the Afghanistan war. Like this song makes complete sense. So Pe- I like peace that. Peace on earth as we. <laughs> I like that part of it. destroy. Yes. The, I like that message. You know, I was like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll give you a point for that. But otherwise I, I'm like, ugh. She cannot sing. It. <laughs> Okay, so I fell into a Kiki Palmer rabbit hole last night, and I just kept thinking to myself, "I would have. I want Kiki Palmer to have done this." Oh, 
Oh, like, okay. I want to hear Kiki Palmer do these songs. Interesting. Because uh, what? Uh, just because I was thinking about it, I was like, she has, first of all, a Christmas song, like, now, that's really good. And so I was just like, man, what if what if Kiki Palmer would have done this? Mm. But I, I liked that it had such a 2000 pop sound. It does. Um, I found that very nostalgic. I mean, I ding, rocked ding, out. Ding. Yeah, it's great. I rocked out while putting my makeup on to go walk for my haircut. Ooh. And like, I felt like such a cool teen. It was a Lizzie McGuire outfit too. Like I, I, I felt very Lizzie Miranda. And I don't know. I felt festive. I felt Christmas cute listening to it. So, but there was one line I didn't understand. And the season will be perfect. Like those picture postcard sings. Dude. <laughs> I'm was like, it a typo? No, it, I, I don't know. Listen to the line, but I'm like, was the sole purpose just to rhyme with means? Because it's like that's what this means. That's what Christmas should mean. And I'm like, you have to listen to her sing it, and you'll be like, what is this? And speaking of not being able to sing, can we talk about her performance live at Rockefeller Center in 2004? So yes. like, this is two years after it came out. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. The lip syncing is egregious. Okay. I had watched an earlier performance of this when she does it at, uh, I think, a Disney parade. Mm. And I was like, I thought she was going to like get to be a, a better performer, right, over the time. She's over it. She looks so low energy. <laughs> like, like a corpse gives me more than Hillary Duff was giving <laughs> in this performance. <sighs> it's so funny. And also, the outfit was not good. <laughs> It wasn't even like look back at it cute. It was like a leopard print jacket, which like I I think I would like if it were separate. Uh-huh. But with this like colorful scarf with like the glitter thread, mm. white wedge boots <sighs> with the fur trim and a well, smoky well, eye. Guess what, babe? Because I have fashion lore. Ooh. Commented on the video from Corey Andrew Media. They said. I helped her shop at Saks Fifth Avenue a day before she taped the show. She had her entire outfit already, but she wanted an accent piece. (laughs) I I worked in the designer scarves department when Hillary, her mom, Susan, and Haley came over and asked for assistance in finding just the right scarf. Oh, my God. I picked out the one she's wearing in this video. Wow. Oh, my God. See, where that was going, the way you were reading it, I thought it was a person who was about to bash her. Like, I picked out this beautiful outfit, then this bitch puts on a scarf and ruins the whole look. That's so funny. It it did not look great. So, again, she's she's clearly lip syncing. Someone commented, in all caps, with four exclamation points, she sings amazingly live. I forget if it was on this video or a different one, but I was looking at <laughs> at comments. Someone named Brandon commented, she's an icon, she's a legend, and she is coming for Mariah's throne. <laughs> with oh, with Santa and heart emoji. <laughs> and the replies were like, pump the brake, Brandon. <laughs> and I don't know about all that. <laughs> but a bunch of people were like uh, maybe mandy more yeah <laughs> like, yeah exactly not, right not Mariah Carey. for real there was another comment on this rockefeller center 2004 performance and someone even said geez not even her drummer could hide the the fact that she wasn't live looks like camp rock up there <laughs> stop i feel that same quote <laughs> 
It was not great. She Hillary Duff looks like <laughs> someone just shot her with a tranquilizer. <laughs> she looks so over it at the end. Like I, know. I don't want to fucking be here. The thing is, Disney really pushes their stars. Yep. Um. So they work very busy schedules. So maybe she's just really tired. But like, girl, try a little harder. Well, girl, you're the one that wanted to sing. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. They didn't no even want you to. Yeah. And this it's was bad. a time when every they wanted everybody to listen, yeah. but they were like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like I'm not sure about her, Miss <laughs> Duff. Shall we talk about the title track, Santa Claus Lane? Santa Claus Lane. It tells the story of a girl who wanders down Santa Claus Lane and ends up in a magical winter wonderland. Presumably, I'm going to guess the North Pole based on the the, the crossroads <laughs> or LA. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. Um, she meets elves, snowmen, and even Santa because it's for the it's the plot of Santa Claus too. It's Santa Claus too. Oh, that's this so song cheap. was for Santa Claus that's too. So cheap, yeah. So yeah, it's an original song, and the sing speaking on the verses. I remember last Christmas Eve, <laughs> something happened that I couldn't believe. Yeah, it's not even sp- like speak singing where. I don't want your number or you don't got my, you don't need my number. Cause you already got my number. Huh? Like it's not, mm-hmm. it's not that kind of Ali and AJ speak singing. It's right. Like when you can't really sing like me mm-hmm. and you just do that. Like, I mean, obviously she can sing way better than I can, but like compared to the other stars, like again, Lillane, mm-hmm. Lillane can sing way better yes. than this. Act better, sing better. Why didn't she? get more famous hmm i wonder why they didn't promote lelaine as much the highlight of the song for me the castanets there's castanets in it yes oh i didn't i know there's a lot of silver bells the music video is really just clips of santa claus too like the trailer Mm -hmm. and then hillary duff's though i believe first live performance ever maybe for the Disney movie surfers. Oh, because they were promoting this movie. Do you remember that? She yeah. was interviewed by Lindsay Hahn, who was like, you might know her from The Color of Friendship, the realest fucking decom ever. Her performance, her live performance for this, if you didn't see it, it was it was like she tried. She was really trying. I would say for the first time ever, I was like, she's going harder than the background dancers. <laughs> I was I was impressed with her energy here. Mm-hmm. Um, she said that she was so nervous and that it was her first performance. So, like, I don't know if she meant first live musical performance ever and not just the song, but I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, she, talked, she talked about liking singing. Singing, you get such a rush. Uh, they also asked her if she's anything like Lizzie in the interview, and she said, she's a total girly girl like me. <laughs> She also talked about traditions with her family around this year. And apparently Hillary's parents like host their neighbors and all the neighbors bring over gifts and they donate to like a shelter or something. Mm -hmm. So something like charitable. So I just thought it was like cute hearing just her being interviewed and being nervous. It was it was cute. Also, there was a parade performance at Disney and the kids reactions. Some of them looked excited, but a lot of them looked like they could not be bothered. Mm. And this time her backup dancers, the elves, they did outdo her. <laughs> they definitely did. Um, also, note about the fashion. I was like, was were her jeans like part Canva? Like it was like denim. Mm. And also, Regis and Kelly were hosting this parade. 
<laughs> and Regis goes, that Hillary's a cutie. She could be the next Britney Spears. <laughs> okay, Regis. Someone commented on the YouTube video, wow, don't go over the line, man. <laughs> and another person said, I never realized how bad she is at lip syncing. <laughs> Yo, no, it's so bad. All right, so this is what I had to say. I said, I love the instrumentation. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. M- musically, it was probably one of my my favorite versions of the of like the music part because mm-hmm. it was like it was right up there with the Bruce Springsteen version that I know. It got the pop rock guitar, like even a choir organ, the backup singers. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, which singer did they think they were producing this for? <laughs> they wasted all this on Hillary's voice. She can't compete with the music. <laughs> and like also like the backing vocals, it felt like they wanted to be like full gospel. But like didn't go out. Yeah. And I'm like, part was part of it because they're like, we don't want it to sound too gospelly because it's freaking white girl Hillary who can barely sing. Or is it also <laughs> just because like and they're like, that's not authentic to her? Or was it also because <laughs> they couldn't let them backing vocals really like go that hard? <laughs> like they had like I just feel like the backing vocals were like reined in. Yeah. Beca- reined in. Reined. What are you making like, like a reindeer, reindeer, reindeer <laughs> joke? <laughs> it was not great. Her voice, like I said, it couldn't compete. Next, we have I Heard Santa on the radio featuring Christina Milian. They should not have let Christina on this album because she out sang Hillary. She out sang Hillary on her own debut album. <laughs> That's like, like they should not embarrassing. Have let her. Yeah, they shouldn't have had her on. Like, I know it was like to draw, I'm sure like a crowd, right, to feature mm-hmm. somebody else. But like, oh, people are a fan of Christina. Well, listen to this, and they're gonna be so disappointed when they hear Hillary. Uh, the words crack me up. Time for the Jolly DJ show. <laughs> I have that. <laughs> <laughs> also got re- the record scratching effect. He was busy finding busting beats, making it up as he went along. Hip hop, rock, electronica. Saint Nick could do no wrong. <laughs> and then how about this lyric? Mixing up the music <gasps> like a Santa. Excuse <laughs> me, that's not Santa's job. <laughs> Santa Claus is a busy man. He doesn't have time. Can you imagine Mrs. Claus so pissed? Like this man wants a DJ career now. She's smart through all this shit. Oh my god. And I god. love it's like mixing up the music like A Santa should. Like A Santa should. What do you mean? My favorite, someone on YouTube commented and received 75 upvotes. So this whole album is on Spotify, except for this song. <laughs> like, what? This song is the best one on the whole album. <laughs> and then someone else commented with 36 upvotes. Still my number one Christmas song. <laughs> so wow! Of all time? Yeah. Okay. I mean it it definitely it definitely beats uh what is it, the, the song about the little red shoe? I'm gonna, stop. So I'm gonna no, buy the Christmas shoes. shoes. Like literally, isn't that what it's called? <laughs> I fucking hate that song. <laughs> so it beats that one. It, does. it beats that it does. one. <laughs> Next up, Jingle Bell Rock, another cover song. And it starts off with a like a doo-wop. Feel. I was gonna say, what's with the boogie woogie <laughs> bugle boy World War II Andrew <laughs> si- Andrew's sister's ass vocals? I Why? Like again, what 
who is this album for? Like, yeah. I thought it's supposed to be for tweens. It's so random. Yeah. So I, I already don't like the song Jingle Bell Rock, really. So I fucking hated this rendition <laughs> of it. So we hated it. Yeah, it was not my thing. Next up, When the Snow Comes Down in Tinseltown. An original song. Oh, yeah, it is. It's so <laughs> It's so original. <sighs> We get two talking moments with fake scribbling. Yes, I wrote in the, the background fake because <laughs> the conceit is that she's writing her wish list mm-hmm. the first time around. Mm-hmm. So, and it's to Santa, and she wants the snow to come down in Tinseltown. <laughs> it does, mm-hmm. and later she's writing a thank you letter. But the scribbling pen sound—it killed me because it's like, did the producers even try to make it sound like a human person writing actual <laughs> words? It sounds like when like your ink. Sh- dried up and you're yeah. like just smashing it and and making circles on the page trying to get it to work i was, was like this does top. not yeah fully sound of studios would not approve Mm-mm. and also was not catchy enough for me to listen to again personally oh, it was so bad yeah so bad. all right moving into sleigh ride a cover song sleigh ride is one of my top three christmas songs so i was very interested to see what she brought to the table mm-hmm. I liked the arrangement. I was going to say, she came empty-handed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did, but the arrangement yes. of the song was nice. I wrote that because the feel, it was it was very contemporary musical theater sound. Yes. Except for her voice. Her yeah, voice was, was like, like, remove whoa. her, and I think it's my favorite on the album. Right? Because it's like, it, the rest of it sounds like, oh, this is Broadway, and there's the more Andrew Sisters backup singing. <laughs> and then her voice just... Blech. Did not slay ride. She did not slay ride, no. <laughs> All right. I think now let's move on to a highlight of the album. Yes. Tell me a story, parentheses, about the <laughs> night before. Hilary Duff featuring Little Romeo. Let's be real. It is Little Romeo featuring <laughs> Hilary Duff. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> this is like my favorite song from the album. Shut the- no. What? It's cute. It's so cute. Little Romeo, who, for those who don't remember, don't know his masterpiece son, he was 13 at the time of recording this. He was, he was, I thought it was so cute. My, it was my favorite original. I think probably the, the worst part of this song for me is that I love singing with a rap verse, like... Ashanti, Ja Rule, J Lo, Ja Rule. Again, imagine if the wall. Imagine if Kiki Palmer did these last songs that we were talking about. Mm. Kiki Palmer with Christina, Kiki Palmer with Lola Romeo, Kiki Palmer with the Broadway vocals Mm -hmm. for that, like I said, the musical theater sounding one. She would kill that. Mm -hmm. The video watching Hilary Duff try to uh, try to target the industry, quote unquote, urban category. <laughs> As a white person, this was embarrassing. <laughs> and funny enough, we were able to find just a snippet of the music video. But do you remember coming this snippet of the music video airing on Disney as yes. a child? Same. Yes. When she when he uh when they say not even a mouse and she like kind of does a hand oh my gesture God, and it's like so she's like Cuts like her neck, like that kind of hand gesture, but it looks looks so uncomfortable. Yeah, she definitely looks uncomfortable. The video quality was so pixelated for me, but on Getty (laughs) Images, there's some behind the scenes photos that are really clear. Did you see those? This outfit. Oh, her outfit. The the capris, 
the chain with the chain with the chain the the, pa- hat. the page boy like it's so bad i think it's so bad and apparently i liked it well apparently hillary duff agrees with me because in a 2013 interview she shared her dislike for tell me a story saying that she honestly hates that record and she's blocked it out of her memory <laughs> i was trying to, i was trying to find quotes like this but couldn't where did you find this found them baby and another quote Apparently, she tried to play it off saying she didn't even remember the song. Oh, my God. In another interview, she said that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't blame her. It's, it's again, they're really trying to, like, make her into something she's not. So it's no wonder she feels so, like, uncomfortable. And I actually saw a comment about this. And I think it was for one of these videos. Like, someone said, honestly, I love how you can tell she was just an awkward teenager doing her best because most of us were kids and she looked so put together. You didn't notice it, but as an adult, it's somewhat evident, LOL. And I was Whoa, like, yes. because that's so insightful. Yeah, because as a kid, you're like, these people are so adult, looking them go. Like, yeah. But um, yeah, no, she was just a 15-year-old kid. Shall we move into Last Christmas? Yes. All right, so another cover song. And I just got to say, this version of it, George Michael is rolling in his grave. That's all I know. <laughs> There's so many things. Did Justin Timberlake produce this? The beatboxing? I did hear the... the ch- I, I literally wrote in my notes, C-H-I-C-H-A-H dot A-A-H-A-H. <laughs> so I would remember that it happened. <laughs> but the first thing I wrote was, drummer boy came in hard. <laughs> like right out the gate and yeah. um this is so funny though because i wrote i think this is probably her best cover but i because i think her voice fits this best uh, i thought because you can rely more on like there's like all these like effects that she's like i don't know I, some of her delivery on parts like the maybe next year was so bad or like i guess i was a shoulder to cry on like that <laughs> like yeah. what did you notice that they changed the lyric in the second verse oh. from my god i thought you were someone to rely on to oh my oh my god freaking <laughs> disney <laughs> and they also changed another lyric because i guess it was so scandalous so the original was a face of a lover with a fire in his heart which then became to a friend to discover with a fire in her heart. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, I think George Michael probably hated this when it came out. And the fact that we're talking about it now, he's definitely rolling in his grave. I don't know. Maybe he liked Lizzie McGuire and was a Hillary Duff fan for that. (laughs) We get Same Old Christmas. It's another original song and it features Haley Duff, Hillary's sister. And I wrote, I'm assuming... That's Haley singing in the chorus because she clearly has the stronger vocals. <laughs> clearly. Like, it should have been Haley's album. I'm sorry. Do, do you disagree? No, I don't. In fact, I like, I hated this song, but yes. I, oh, I wrote, maybe this is my favorite original. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Right, and then the last song on the album. I love this song. It's "Wonderful Christmas Time," written by none other than Paul McCartney. And I couldn't with the children's choir oh, in the beginning. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I like. I'm not a fan of like. I like little kids. I do think when you see them sing live, it's kind of cute. But 
when I'm listening to a song and I got my headphones mm-hmm. on, I don't want to all of a sudden hear simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Yeah, it's so bad. And then it goes into the guitar. Uh, yeah, I'm not. But I, I think it was a strong end to the album. Yeah. But just there was energy behind it. Yeah. But took a great song and just made it flaming hot shit. Oh my god, that's really harsh. I, I didn't think this was you, this bad. I Morgan the Artiste is coming out tonight. <laughs> uh, shall we talk about some final thoughts on the album? Yes. Well, first, I wanted to note oh. that <laughs> I was like, in my head, I didn't realize that Wonderful Christmas Time was the last song right away. Mm-hmm. Because then I started to hear the tune of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. And before the singing came on, I was like, this bitch cannot pull this song off. Like, she's no Judy Garland. But then but then a man started singing, and I was, like, confused. And I was like, I have to look. Like, who's this featuring? And I was like, no. Was it Sam Smith? No, it was a Hanson album. I guess the Hanson must have been a Christmas album. And Spotify was, like, basically automatically recommended to me because it was like, if you like Santa Claus Lane by Hilary Duff, you'll love the Hanson Christmas album. Oh, God. That's too good. Okay. Sorry. Final thoughts about Santa Claus Lane. I think it's festive bubblegum. Not great, but, like, if you're a kid and you like Hilary Duff, like like, I feel like this would be fun. Maybe not to me. I mean, I was the target audience and I really, I didn't get hooked, but I don't know if I would have hated it when I was young and you got to think about the target audience. Yeah. As a mom, though, as a parent, could you listen to this? No. Like Ali and AJ, yes. And I bet when we listen to their Christmas album, we can probably put up with it. But this is just like unequivocally trash. Like. Like, Hilary Duff cannot sing. I think she's going to redeem herself a little bit on Metamorphosis, though. At least the songs are good on that when we do it. Yes. But, like, I just feel she has no control over her voice, no depth, no emotion. She can't belt at all. She does that thing where, like... And, again, this is not really a judgment because I'm a terrible singer. It shames me as a Filipino. But... (laughs) But just knowing how other, other 14 year olds sound at that age. And thinking, again, think not to compare it to like Lelaine, but it's like Lelaine deserved the yes. backing of like a really good music career as opposed to Hilary Duff. Yeah, like this is pitiful compared to Lelaine's. Yeah, I wrote not to be a hater, but every time I hear Hilary Duff sing or act, I can't help but think a big factor of her fame is her looks and charisma. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Like, she has like a certain kind of it factor white blonde <laughs> conventionally attractive but like <laughs> she does not have the acting or vocal chops Mm-mm. that other nope stars do i mean the fact that she's been mo- like nominated for the Razzies multiple times i'm pretty <laughs> sure but and, and this is no hate to hillary duff like at all personally no you made your money she Respect. made her, she made her money sorry no go ahead I want to hear your thoughts. Can you pass me the Chips Ahoy, please? So, all in all, the album to me just felt sanitized. Like, or would you say sanitized? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for picking that up. Like, it's overproduced to the point where there's no soul or feel in it. It it sounds how... Hillary Duff's face looks on the album cover. No, that's, 
Yes, yes. So much like the live performance of what Christmas should be was like faked. You know, it was all backing tracks. This album feels like it was all made by MIDI and like everything's on the perfect one, the p- on the perfect upbeat, the perfect two and like all this. And there's just like no feel to it. AI made it. Yeah, yeah, that's what it feels like. This album should never be played again. Womp womp, damn. I don't know about that. There's some kids with a lot of nostalgia about it. People are commenting about like how much it meant to, to hear this song playing Santa Claus 2 and blah, blah. They're looking at on YouTube just to find it. Stuff like that. Nope, I'm good. I don't <laughs> need to hear it again. Well, there's so much to talk about with Hilary Duff, as everyone knows. But I do want to discuss a little bit about her transition from teenage star to adult actress and just like what it was like, again, just being in the machine. Mm-hmm. Um, she was actually praised by some critics because people were so tough on people. And me, it's often compared to the less successful transitions of her peers. So, you know, you got to think about like Lindsay Lohan, who she beefed with. Think of Britney Spears, like all these people. It's like people were spiraling. And that has to do with like in 2007, she she did, however, appear on the cover of Maxim. I remember people flipped out. Yep, yep. Which was accompanied by the declaration that she had gone, quote unquote, from the queen of teen to breakout sex symbol. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hillary was kind of frustrated about, you know, what it was like growing up and having to like shed that teen Lizzie McGuire association. She said, I wanted to be known as Hillary from probably 17 to 25. It killed me. <laughs> she told the New York Times. Yeah. Because everyone was just like, Lizzie, Lizzie, Lizzie. Mm. But whatever. She she made her money. Um, but I want to talk about another part of growing up in Hollywood in the spotlight. Early 2000s. I mean, it's been going on. There was this website that was talking about celebrity countdown clocks to their 18th birthdays. Ew. Yeah, because that's been going on. And Hillary Duff had one, of course. Oh, yeah, the internet had God. one for her. But there was this article, sorry, I should cite it, but made a really interesting point that it was like, boomers have been doing this, like this is not new, that they were doing this with like Shirley Temple and Elizabeth uh, Taylor and all this other shit. God. Yeah. And it wasn't just like incels, you know, <laughs> surfing the web to spread disgusting Was it like shit. someone famous? Yeah, you should know who. Howard Stern? No. It's from a clip from 2003 episode of Punked. Oh! Yeah. Ashen fucking Kutcher. Fuck everyone from that 70s show, except for uh, Topher Grace. He said, and this was, she was 15. He said, and she's one of those girls they're all waiting for to turn 18 along with the Olsen twins. Gross. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. It, people are nasty. And we can talk about this more when we do Metamorphosis. She was 16 years old when she began dating Joel Madden from Good Charlotte. And he was 25. Ew, I forgot that happened. Yeah, and at the time, everybody was just like, everybody's problem with it was like, she's blonde and a good girl. He has tattoos and then is a punk band. And it's like, no, 
Ew, I forgot that There's, happened. That she's a minor and he's an adult human, grown ass man getting with a fucking child. Yeah. Also, just being in Hollywood, she's very vocal about her disapproval of paparazzi photographing her children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. December of this year. 2023. 2023. Hillary Duff actually talked to Access Hollywood about a re- possible return to music. Oh, well, you know what? It gives us something else to talk about. So I would love to hear it, Hillary Duff. You would? She said, I'm always thinking about it. And I never want to blame my kids for this, but I'm so immersed in motherhood right now. And it's so much easier to book an acting job. About I have to work at 6 a.m. and then I'm going to be done by 9. That Like, it's more, it's more scheduled, I guess. But I think that she was just kind of like humoring people, whoever asked her. Mm. Because it's kind of like, she, what did she say to her fans? She said, I really do believe that I'll just one day be like, I have to do it. There's going to be something that comes over me. And I just like have to do it. So it's going to happen. I just don't know when. Okay. She's flattered that someone see. out there still wants to listen to her music. I bet. Her daughter likes the music. Her four-year-old daughter banks. She says she wants to listen to my music every day in the car. Said it's like this weird mixture of embarrassment, but also like pride. Like this was a bop. Yeah, this still slaps. Hmm. I would say that for about metamorphosis. Nothing on Santa Claus land, though. Mm-hmm. She said of her listening sessions with Banks, she loves it. Like, and I don't know if it's because I'm her mom and it sounds like me or if she really loves the songs. Hmm. I also appreciated that she said, I never want my kids to feel like they have to do what we do or feel the pressure of our successes in regards to like her and her like current husband slash most recent baby daddy who's i think like in the music industry or something yeah well i was underwhelmed by this album hillary but i am looking forward to listening to metamorphosis in a future episode agreed one more thing do you want to guess what her net worth is 20 million 25 I feel like that's a nice way to go out for for Hillary Duff because it's like, you know what? Even though we're talking all this shit, you're still worth $25 million, girl. Left into the bank. So, yeah. So, you're fine. All right. I'm Morgan. I'm Paige. And this was Girl Manufactured. Bye, y'all. Please leave a review. Pretty please. It helps a lot.